Welcome to season two, number one. Season two, episode number one of The Witch's Haunt. I'm, as always, your host, Anna, aka Cedar Moon. I'm a Taurus, eclectic witch, avatar reader, and lover of all things occult. And in this podcast, I share information about magic, spirituality, and life as a modern witch. Every week, we unravel ancient wisdom and discover folk magic, tarot, numerology, and all things witchy. My goal here is to support each other on our own sacred path. Let's dive into the mysteries of this universe together. Now, today, honestly, it's a topic. It's so aligned with everything that's going on. It's like, you know, sometimes you just stumble across topics and you're like, wow, this is all connected. Oh my god. So crazy and so real at the same time. It's so unreal that you can't believe it, but it's real. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's just wow. Like, since my kundalini awakening, and I know I'm basically getting on your nerves with this, but it's been so amazing that I just, I, I can't help it. I need to share this. It's wow just like all the things that have changed for me since then are just magnificent i'm just so blessed um to finally be more in balance with myself so today's topic is going to be uh chakra basics we are starting out with the first chakra which is the root chakra and well i have brought my notes here so sorry if there's some background noise i can't help it um so let's start out with what chakras actually are because i mean some of you guys might not know so let's just you know bring us all to a basis where we understand what chakras are so we can then furthermore understand what the root chakra is and also the symptoms of a blocked root chakra as well as what we can do about it you know so generally speaking um chakra the word stems from the sanskrit chakra meaning wheel the energy wheels the chakras are supposed to be spinning to provide a healthy vital body and mind on the other hand if a chakra is blocked this may result in either physical issues or even illnesses as well as psychological issues and there are many different ways on how to help the chakras to get to spin again to get to like move again you know because chakras move energy in our body and this is really really important to understand um a block does not mean that it is incurable or that something is wrong with you um it really depends on the current point the current state of the chakras if they are too open you know this can be you you might feel overly sensitive vulnerable emotional emotional if they are blocked on the other hand you might be you know feeling lethargic severely depressed jealous angry and so on so many other symptoms um and essentially chakras really play a big role in the physical and mental health um i mean shamans and hindus they believe in the power of the chakras for hundreds and thousands of years um the these cultures um, do not believe in the separation of mind and body, like body and spirit. Um, you know, like in the in the Western society, we often separate it so much when it, 
in actuality, it all belongs together. And as soon as we understand this, we will be able to transcend into higher levels of consciousness, which in, yeah, which in the spiritual journey is a big goal. And also we can, it's so crucial to understand this, in my opinion, like also to avoid suffering because that is what we are like humans want to avoid suffering we all don't really want to suffer you know we don't want to suffer so let's use this information that is given to us to improve our life so why not like it's so logical um and the interesting thing about chakras is it's kind of like leveling up, like the energy, um, if you see it like this, let me just tell you about the each chakra. So we have the chakras starting out with the lowest, which is the root chakra, which stands for basic trust. We go up to the sacral chakra, which is like under the navel it's for sexuality and creativity then we go up to the solar plexus which is wisdom and power over to the heart chakra which is located right at your heart center it's for love and healing we go to the throat chakra communication up to the third eye which is awareness then the crown chakra which is spirituality and in the shaman tradition there's even like more than these like there's the Chacha, which is a divine source and then the ninth chakra which is unlimited spirit but we're not today we're not diving into the um, native american shamanism here even though it's very very interesting so if you want me to make a podcast episode only about this i'd be happy to because i've been reading an amazing book about native american shamanism it's amazing it's like changed my life but just the basic understanding is um you know we often want the good things <laughs> we want to have everything we want to have the cheat code to everything we want this yeah i want my third eye to be open i want to understand the world but the thing is you need to if you really, really want to reap this reward of like the third eye being open and having these amazing messages coming through and all the channeling that you can do, and I'm talking about all of you guys, I'm not talking about only the psychic mediums or tarot readers, Reiki healers, I'm talking about everyone. Um, because everyone is able to channel. If you really want to achieve this, there is no way around first of all working on the lower chakras and that is not always pleasant but in order to reach the highest level of consciousness we need to be able to face our own darkness and to transcend our own pain into power now the root chakra is really an amazing very interesting chakra let's start with today's topic with the real topic so the root chakra as i said it is like this basic trust it represents the aspects of security and safety it's really think about um your own safety in this world you know what does make me feel safe do i feel safe at all in the world do i feel insecure do i feel like there's a threat around every corner like something could be happening to me at any given moment things like that it is connected to the planet of mars the element of earth so each chakra has a planet a color you know but that's all like 
you don't need this information right now. What you really need to know is in the body, your root chakra, it is located at the base of the spine. And this chakra, as I said, can be blocked or it could be overactive, which is helpful to look at if you want to know, you know, maybe I have some issues, maybe I have some bodily symptoms that I have and they really bother me. Where does it come from? You know, I seemingly can't resolve them no matter what I do. It's all, it's only you know, treating the symptom, not really the the root of it all. <laughs> yeah, that's actually a good point, like the root. <laughs> um, so the root chakra basically gets blocked by various forms of trauma. So what many people do not know is trauma is stored in our body. And you know, it can cause the root chakra to be affected. To put it really simple, you know, trauma is being stored there without being us being aware of it, because who tells you this? <laughs> this is not basic information that you learn in school or that your parents uh, probably uh, teach you about. So how are you supposed to know? Um, I really hope that this podcast is going to be one of the sources people can go to to learn about these topics, because me, like I've only been in 2020 when so many topics were like, it was like a gate opened into it sounds really crazy now, but it was like a gate opened and all the information came crashing down on me. And I was like, what the hell is going on? I mean, I was like, all these topics, they just opened for me. And I was like, I need to research it. I don't know why, but I need to research on chakras. I just need to do it. There was this inner urge. And looking back three years later, I know exactly why I did need to research it. It was because I need to, I needed to go through my kundalini awakening to free myself from all the hurt and trauma that I've been through in my life. So, you know, if you feel yourself drawn to this episode, please listen until the end. It's really crucial for you, really important. So now let's just talk about how you can determine whether your root chakra is blocked. First of all, blocked means it's blocked. It's just like, you know, not really active. It's not working right. So you could feel sluggish, you might have eating disorders, uh, lower back pain, lower back problems, inflammation issues with your leg and feet, constipation or bowel issues, and allergies. Um, On the psychological side, this blockage could include anxiety disorders, fear, panic attacks, worry, overthinking, depression, nightmares, being emotionally disconnected also disconnected from your body so you feel like I don't really know my body I don't really feel my body kind of thing also anger and rage um if it is um too active this could include um anger short temper greediness impatience and feeling stuck um on the other hand there are well as I said there are also wait a minute sorry I just got confused sorry my ADHD sometimes it's okay whatever um so also other things like you need to exercise more than usual because you feel this inner um you're not really still on the inside you're not grounded you're craving unhealthy foods comfort foods sweets uh, fast food whatever fixating on material possessions hoarding engaging in adrenaline 
rushes, um, feeling confused about your future. So all of these things I've been writing down, they kind of like tell you about this. And my root chakra has been blocked for so long and I did not really know that it was. Um, but I felt so insecure in this world, so unsafe. It's a really bad feeling. It's really bothersome. I mean, how are you supposed to live in this world when you don't even feel that there's safety for you out there or there's safety inside of yourself mm, because the safety has to come from within that's what I see it as like if you find the safety within yourself if you know that whatever life is thrown at you you can handle it then no one can tell you nothing and nothing like if you have safety and grounding in yourself you will be able to look into the world I mean, you, you might not be able to look at everything, like I can't watch the news, I can't do certain things because I'm such an empath, but you will be able to at least face the challenges that are ahead without freaking out about every minor thing and without being so unsafe and insecure. And the goal, of course, what is the goal? Well, we want to achieve a state in which we feel calm, in which we feel centered in which you are feeling like you are resting inside of your body, your body is supporting you, you feel a connection to your body. So when you first, you know, when you align this, that's where you're able to tap into the ability to support a calm and steady energy throughout your body. You'll feel grounded, you feel comfortably situated in your body and the world around you. And the stress about your sense of place and belonging will dissipate because you know you are in tune with yourself, you're right where you need to be. When, you know, you can be assured, assured that your basic needs are met, you'll be able to focus then on all the other things around you. Like when you feel safe and secure within yourself and resting in the state of calm and groundedness, then you'll be able to focus on your relationships, the personal goals. It's like a pyramid. Like how are you able to express your sexuality, for example, if you don't feel um, safe and secure in your body or if you don't feel connected to your body. You see, in this way, it's like a pyramid, it's like a pyramid because it's building on top of each other. The root chakra gives you the base for the sacral to flourish and so on, and it goes higher and higher. Of course, another um, important aspect, if we are talking about the Kundalini Awakening, which I have experienced rather unexpectedly, I did not force anything. I think you cannot force it. It happened to me without me even thinking about it. I've read about it. Yes, I knew what it was kind of, but only as I went through it, I understand the gravity of it, which is out of this world. Now, the Kundalini is an energy that is inside of us as a sort of life force energy. It is depicted as a snake and it is said to rest in, it's situated in the base of the spine and there's the seat of it, so to say, and it will eventually rise up throughout the body, activating all the chakras and making you able to access the divine at all times, to be connected with the divine. But, you know, to prepare yourself for this to happen at all, which, you know, as, it's, as I said, it, it's not something you can do just willingly I think it's something that will come to you you will be chosen to experience this and it will 
all makes sense in this moment when it happens. Um, all the pain and the trauma you went through was all to prepare you for this moment. So there needs to be a balance in the lower chakras for the energy to travel up to the higher chakras. So just a quick example for what happened. This is very weird. I know it might sound completely, okay, this might sound completely weird if you haven't experienced it. Um, so when I was, I was meditating for a couple of weeks, every morning at like 5 a.m. I woke up, I listened to shamanic drums in a state of like very low awareness, like I was in, I think it was, it's probably the theta brainwave state where you wake up, you're not really awake, you couldn't really do anything, you couldn't solve a math problem, for example, you're just very, like very sleepy but you're awake. You're, you know that you're awake, but you're not really awake, if you know what I'm saying. So I was meditating in that state for weeks on end, every single day, doing breathing exercises, releasing DMT through conscious breathing, stuff like that. Um, and yeah, all of a sudden I had like <laughs> spasms in my body and like, um, almost felt like seizures. I was like, okay um in this moment of course i was <laughs> scared for a second but then i was like okay i know i'm safe like nothing's gonna happen i'm just here breathing whatever comes through is just meant to come through and it's okay and i'm safe and later i realized as i was researching this this is actually the trauma that is being released from your root chakra so during your kundalini awakening it could really happen that all the trauma that is stored there is physically released by shaking by by like i don't know convulsions or something and that is so interesting because for me i am so like sometimes i'm so scientific and i'm so logical that i'm kind of looking for the proof of it all yeah i'm spiritual yes of course but also i need this inner knowing I need the inner knowing to have the proof for me to believe. And I guess we are all built this way because even though you cannot really grasp a lot of spiritual concepts, you need to kind of see them with your own eyes or feel it yourself to be able to um, believe in it, if you know what I'm saying. And for me, this was the proof of, wow, this is really happening. It's not just something that I... Um, it's not just something that I made up in my mind and it's actually, you know, you know, your soul knows what you need. Chances are if you find yourself somehow drawn towards a certain topic, such as the chakras, what are the, the chakras? What's it all about? What is the magic of it all? Then it is meant for you to discover because you're meant to be improving your energy centers for you to be able to tap into this higher state of consciousness because we are all meant to we are all meant to connect to the divine that is why we are here on this planet and the divine is in you but you're not going to be able to to tap into this unless you are willing to work on yourself and it's a hard journey i know it's sometimes so painful but it's it's gonna make sense looking back in hindsight it's gonna make so much sense like you becoming more in tune with your spirituality is the best thing you can do 
in your life. Um, spirituality is the biggest blessing and it doesn't really matter in which way we express it. It can be expressing it in believing in God, the universe, your guides, whatever it might be, it's up to you. So let's, well, yeah, that was a quick excursion. Um, I'm going to make a whole podcast episode about the Kundalini Awakening because this is a whole topic. Like, I can't really talk too much about it. This would be, like, probably 40 minutes long. Um, so it's actually interesting. Um, two years ago, I bought a book about the chakras. Um, so even though I wasn't really familiar with what it is and I thought this is only for people who believe in Buddhism, I had a very narrow-minded view on chakras and I thought, well, maybe it's just a bunch of woo-woo and it's not real. I mean, you can't really see those chakras. Maybe people are just talking about it to make money off of it. So I bought this book and I'm just gonna, I have made some notes for you guys. If you're interested on how can I work on my root chakra, what can I do actively to help support this chakra? Well, I've made a list. So first of all, meditation is really key. You can meditate alone in your room, whatever, it doesn't really matter. You can use um, frequencies such as there are certain um, hertz frequencies. So each frequency is related to other um, psychological issues, you know, trust issues, safety, relationship, healing your heart center, whatever it might be. And I think you will also be intuitively drawn towards certain frequencies. So please look it up on um, YouTube. You can just type in uh, chakra frequencies and you will find countless lists. And of course, affirmations are really, really good, really helpful in order to activate and to balance the chakras using gemstones. Um, it's interesting because, you know, as I said, it's linked to the red, color red, so red, jasper, garnet, so you will basically be able to determine which crystal is good for which chakra by just looking at the color. This is really helpful. If you're not really into crystals, you will know, okay, red crystal equals root chakra probably in most cases at all and um, as well as food so red foods um, especially you know like of course um, you know healthy foods um, vegetables and um, fruits you know everything that basically is a root vegetable is grounding so that's why also when I do my readings the channelings I often eat potatoes or root vegetables because it is simply helping your body to process heavy emotions. So yeah, add add more um, red foods, add more healthy foods, hydrate. This is for in general so important like hydrate as much as you can. Do some asana yoga. This is a special form of yoga which has poses that are um, beneficial for your root chakra. Grounding exercises such as connecting to the earth, 
by um, maybe walking barefoot, maybe, you know, walking, maybe you have a garden where you can walk barefoot, this is amazing, swimming in the ocean, generally connecting to the energy of nature, you can also hug a tree if you want to, like, you know, just do something that will make you feel you're a part of nature again, like some people, they just like to take a book, they go to the park, they sit near a tree, and they will just read there, you know, you can do so many things sounds as i said um drumming like drums very deep drum tones drum sounds now that i'm thinking about it makes a lot of sense because the music that i was listening to for weeks on end was shamanic drums and you know the the deeper the lower these drums are the more it will go into the root chakra versus the higher pitched the tones are the more they will then trigger your higher chakra so keep that in mind as if a um, orientation deep drum sounds deep shamanic drums maybe trance music that will really put your mind into a certain state of consciousness that will help you to access your trauma you know because trauma um is different for everyone i'm not saying you should work on your trauma alone please don't take my word as you know a substitute for a psychologist because i'm not a psychologist but generally maybe these trans states at least that's my theory on it can um, help us to access our trauma in a much more wholesome way maybe we can talk about certain trauma and it's better for us to access it through the subconscious mind to heal it there and of course reiki is also great um, means to heal the chakras to get some professional help from someone who is doing reiki they can do reiki on your body if you feel like you don't want to do this alone you can always go to a professional and seek help there so that was it for the root chakra i don't want to make this episode too long but of course we're gonna have a psychic reading currently i'm having so much fun doing psychic reading it psychic readings it's crazy i just like you know it's always ebb and flow like even me as a as a medium sometimes i don't i don't feel like it but currently i feel like it like totally by the way i'm doing i'm having a new format on youtube which i'm doing every single sunday from now on which is a psychic channeling so every sunday you'll be able to see me on youtube on my youtube channel doing um, psychic channelings for the collective so if you want to check this out you're more than welcome to do so um you can find me under my handle at Cedar Moon and you'll be able to receive guidance from me for free. Um, of course, I'm always thankful for your donations on Patreon at The Witch's Haunt. They really help to keep the channel up, to, you know, buy new equipment, all of that stuff. And yeah, without further ado, let me go to the reading of the week. Okay. So, um... Mm -mm -mm. I've drawn three cards for today. The change within is the change we'll see on the outside, and it's a collective um, shift. It's, um, how can I, can I phrase this? Um, wait a minute. Um, the change that we um, invoke in ourselves will be the change we see in uh, society and it's important to understand um, 
I like to use the example of me being a vegetarian. So, you know, um, many people, many people think that if you're a vegetarian, it doesn't really matter because oh, there's so much, um, you know, going on inside uh, in the world that um, you're not going to be able to change something because, you know, you're so small in this big world and what change does it bring if just like a couple of people you know they don't eat meat or they're vegan and it doesn't really matter in the in the total you know in the world but this is exactly what i'm seeing here as a picture as like an analogy like never give up on the ideal of a better world just by thinking oh i'm just like so small in this big world and it doesn't really matter the the world is doomed society is doomed and there are so many evil people here and you know all these things that we tell ourselves like you know it's also making it easy for yourself by just saying this you're giving up the responsibility of like doing something great in this world doing something good and and ignoring the fact that you can do with with little things with simple acts of kindness in the everyday life you can do so much like do you even know realize how sometimes when when you meet someone and they're kind and you're just smiling you're going out of this you know you just have an encounter with someone even a stranger and you're going out of this encounter with like a smile a warm heart you're just like wow this has been amazing this has lit up my heart and simple things like this in in the small things the bigger concepts are showing like the way we treat ourselves and also the way we treat our next is so important it's so important more than ever like in times where everything comes crashing down it's more important than ever to be kind you know people i've just recently had this realization which is very <laughs> profound it's you know when someone hurts you um, and you treat them with even more kindness, even though it's counterintuitive, but these people need the most love because their behavior stems from a place of intense hurt themselves, like hurt people hurt people. Like I know it's intuitive for most of us to treat people who treat us wrong, who've wronged us, with um, kind of punishing them for this. But this only creates a spiral of more punishing others and and just like this negative energy like collectively we can only ascend if we raise the vibration of the whole planet which healers star seeds um you know mediums are here for we are here to do this job it's hard sometimes we're like why me why do i have to go through this um we don't know it's like you've chosen this as you incarnated even though it might not make sense for you right now and i'm talking to especially those of you who might feel called to be a healer or who are in some way shape or form influencing society by their workings maybe artists and all of this why do i have to go on this path it's so exhausting yeah i know like i'm on that too so rest assured that there is a bigger picture there's a bigger plan. Call it God's plan. Call it the plan of the universe. I don't care. But, you know, as I drew the universe, which is in Thoth deck, the universe, it's the world in the in the normal, in the regular deck. Like, the world card is the last card. 
which means in the major arcana. Okay, I'm talking very technical. For those of you who want to book a course, by the way, I also do courses on tarot, um, if you really want to learn the symbolism of it all. What I'm trying to say is this is the last card in the major arcana, which are a journey. The major arcana are a journey of spiritual evolvement. And you start out as the fool, as this naive person, as this, hmm, okay, you know, I'm just going to see what this brings me, this whole journey. And you go upon this journey, you face different trials and tribulations until you come to the end of this journey, which is the world. And I think that we are on the brink of this collectively, finally grasping what's really important. Like we, we cannot live like, we cannot continue to live like this. This is not working. This is destroying humanity and the planet and it's just not working anymore and it needs brave people to stand up against this it needs those people with these idealistic tendencies with this what other people call crazy this is exactly what we need right now we need these crazy people because this craziness will eventually be the spark that ignites the change in the world for the better and change is overdue like we need to First of all, balance everything out. So like really balancing the, the divine feminine, the divine masculine as, so you don't see the cards as it is a podcast, but we have the two of discs, which is the, um, it's the lemniscite sign, like the, the infinity sign. And in the middle of these are the yin and yang symbols. So, you know, there's an infinite there's always a flow going on, a divine flow, like everything is in a cosmic flow. But this cosmic flow needs a balance. It needs the both energies of active and passive, of, of light and dark. And one is not b better than the other. One is not more appreciated than the other. It's just like it needs all energies to work, to function. Now, we also have the Queen of Wands. Um, I sense that there's a lot of fire inside of you all that really <laughs> desperately wants to get out. Like the fire inside of your soul, don't let it be extinguished by other people's blindness. Just because they're small-minded and they don't see your ideals, never let them govern over your fire that you have inside of yourself because it is amazing you know these sparks can set the world on fire these tiny little sparks that we deem as oh it's not important like i don't matter in this world you matter <laughs> most you matter most because you are the universe you are consciousness you're the creator and uh, last but not least, we have the Trout and the Lily of the Valley from the Woodland Wardens Oracle Deck by Jessica Rue, one of my favorites. Um, purification. And yeah, that's actually, it reminds me on, okay, I just need to look this up on my phone. Wait a sec. Um, while I look it up, I'm just going to tell you my thoughts on it. Purification in this sense means we purify the, the, views on the world so we purify how we see the world we purify kind of it's almost like you're filtering out what is important what matters what does not matter purification in the sense of we see the pure light 
in the world and we see what's actually wrong what's you know at a certain point of your spiritual journey you're going to be able to see exactly what's going wrong here by just your intuition you just you don't need to overthink it you just know what's right and what's not right and oftentimes it will really come to a point like that is maybe you feel the same way it will even come to a point that you observe the world around you you observe um people sitting in bars or like going through the mall whatever and you see those people and you're like you're caught up in this matrix and yeah it might lead you to think how can you be caught up in this but just know that they just have not reached a certain level of awareness and healers and mediums and channels and all of the artists are here to awaken the world that is bottom line you're your mission in this world and you're not here for just like suffering and oh this world is so bad and so cruel and yeah i get it at times we feel this way but just know that you are the spark that sets the world on fire you are this amazing miracle and by the way i found the song that i was um thinking about it's not really a song it's more like a, a spiritual it's not really Okay, let's just just look it up, okay? It is um by Kailash Coco Pelli Darpan. I'm going to put this in the show notes and it is called Mitara and or Metamorphosis and this is really an amazing amazing song. It really also has this this aspect in it of like there's there's a necessary purification that we need to go through to ascend to a higher level of consciousness and this is what the card is about we are ascending we are ascending already just because you don't see the ascension everywhere just feel the ascension inside of yourself and know that it is happening it is happening for us collectively so yeah sorry i just have a (laughs) A raspy voice I just you know talking so much um so yeah that's it from me today guys thank you so much for all of your guys' support um I just always want to mention of course that I do have a YouTube channel many of you guys maybe don't know it maybe you're new here so please check it out it is um YouTube at Cedar Moon and also I run countless sales in the next couple of weeks so there will be up to 25% off of psychic readings on my Etsy shop it is the witch's haunt and yeah it's just amazing you know I just want to share more of my psychic channelings with you guys and I really received some amazing feedback um, from my clients so that just always makes my heart so happy just you know, just helping you guys with those messages. Sometimes you feel stuck. You don't know what to do. And and it's almost like, I feel sometimes it's almost like talking to your best friend. Just like, you know, there. I just trust in the divine that, that I'm going to be able to deliver exactly the message that is needed right in that moment. And that just makes me so happy. And I wish you from the bottom of my heart, like really honestly, that you're going to feel this mission inside of yourself awaken. If it hasn't already, follow this mission and trust it. You're being guided every step of the way. You're being guided by angels. 
by ancestors, spirit guides, and you're always at any given moment able to tap into this. No matter how dark it seems around you, you are the light. So yeah, that's it from me today. Um, I hope you're having a wonderful, magical time. And remember to always listen to your intuition because magic lives in all of us. <laughs>